Hello and welcome to the Do We Think podcast, a podcast among friends where we talk about the week's gossip and blind gossip and try to figure out what we think is fact and fiction and tell you what we think. So I'm Jesse. I'm joined by my delightful friend, Chris Fernandez. Hey. How are you doing? Sorry, I was late. I had to shower. I felt like I I had just been like up for so long that... I just needed to shower and wake up. I felt like I would perform better if I was cleaner. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm just getting right into it. Do we think that Taylor Swift is going to perform at the Grammys? Oh, hot twist. Um, Like a surprise? Yeah, I do. Because like, how could she not? She's nominated. She's nominated for what? Folklore? Yeah. Um, Realm of the Year and Best Pop Album. She might. I could see her pulling it off. I wouldn't be mad at it. Me neither. How do you feel about the remake of Love Story? Oh, my God. I feel like I was blown away by how much she could sound like her younger self. Yeah. Because I was worried it was going to sound like, because her voice is obviously like higher and like just kind of different then because it was less experienced and stuff. But I don't know. I was really impressed. And it's kind of weird. That song is so old. Like I was looking at the release date for the first album. Like when what was that? Fearless that that was on? Yeah. 2008. Yeah. So it's funny that she sounds like that. And I know. Um, the song itself is kind of like juvenile. So I was kind of yeah. like, you're a woman now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was, mean, but it was good. I, I'm excited for that re-release. Yeah, me too. And I'm excited for the new songs. Yeah. The, um, what? For the culture. For, for the, the culture. culture. Um, Fenty, Savage by Fenty. Savage X Fenty. How do you say it? <laughs> X. Okay. That is now worth $1 billion. And I wish I like shopped there, but I don't like how it's like, you have to, it's like this bra is $700 unless you're a member and then it's $20. Yeah. I'm like, I've only seen like the Instagram ads. I mean, it all looks like cute, but um, they now have Savage times 20 for men. (laughs) They do. Yeah, they the, they use like plus size male models and Interesting. like. Interesting. I don't know if I want to see that. Yeah, it's not really doing it for me. I'm like scrolling through Instagram and it's like now for men. It's, like, <laughs> it's like now available for men and it's like fat dudes and like silky boxers. Interesting. Not, not here. For I mean, it. we're here for body positivity, but yeah, yeah um, it's kind of like jarring. Like I'm, just, it like startles me. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I sometimes feel that way too and like I hate that because like we should be like like obviously like in life like I know a lot of like plus size people like I'm not skinny so I'm like I shouldn't be like whoa when I see someone like less than you know, like someone that's like 150 pounds on in like an underwear ad but I still like am yeah like the model specifically that I'm thinking about is just like large and like <laughs> has like a gut and like then he has like these silky red boxers and 
I I don't know. It it just like kind of catches you off guard. I think because we're like brainwashed into what we think. It's true. Is- we grew up like what just with like you know like Kate Mosses and stuff like that. Yeah. And even like like Calvin Klein ads, like the men's one, it's like Justin Bieber and like Lil Nas, right? Who are and they're like little skinny, Fit. like twinks. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, okay, Demi Lovato released the official trailer for her new four-part documentary, "Dancing with the Devil." I'm so excited. Yeah, it looks really good. I was caught off guard by your comments last podcast. Oh. <laughs> um. But I kind of know what you mean. It's been like... <clears throat> she doesn't have a unified sound. Yeah, every album feels like something different, which I actually really like the Unbroken album. I liked it in its day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I never went back to so listen to it again. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> but <laughs> but during the time, I remember being like, this is a fucking bop on bop on bop. Yeah, no, it's um, true. But then like everything since then has just been so different. Um, but the trailer was like really raw, very intense. Yeah, and then I hope it. I hope they do like disclose everything. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad, but I would like to know like the real, authentic kind of story and kind of what her journey is now. No, I totally agree. So she said that she had three strokes and a heart attack during her overdose. That's insane. Yeah, and I just think it's weird. They have all this footage of, like, prior to the overdose. Where she looks like she's partying. Yeah, and then it'll, it like, there's clips where it's, like, three days before overdose, and she's, like, on the phone with somebody. But it's, like, kind of weird that they have this footage. Maybe she was, like, planning to make a different documentary at the time. Yeah, it seemed kind of weird. That was kind of weird to me, because I was like, hmm... Were you planning these three strokes for publicity? (laughs) I don't think so. But I, for me, I'm very like, I feel jaded when it comes to Demi Lovato documentaries because she's done so many documentaries and she's like, in that one, I said I was sober, but I wasn't. He, he. And then the next one comes and she's like, she's like, last time I was a nasty liar, but this time I'm sober. And then like overdose is like a week later. And I'm like, what to believe? Yeah, she's like back, back again. Like, so I just, I'm like, please be honest this time. If you're not sober, it's fine. Like, I mean, I'd rather you be sober for your own health. But like, you know, it doesn't, you're not getting anywhere by lying to me. Like. Yeah, it looked like this was, I mean, she can't fucking lie here. I mean, this was pretty serious. I just like had a little flu. <laughs> no, yeah. just kidding. Um, also, like there were some, they were like friends there partying with her. Yeah. So, and I think some of them are kind of telling part of that story. Like they're interviewed in this documentary. It looked like they had the girl that she punched in the Camp Rock days. I don't know that's Doing an interview. That was when she originally went to rehab when we were juniors in high school. I was shook on my BlackBerry getting that information (laughs) in my little juicy couture purse that I would carry around everywhere. Um, So, yeah, it'll be interesting, but I would hope she's not friends with those people anymore. Right. So then 
it would be weird um, if, like, they were there, like, telling them, like, yeah, we were all blowing lines and then blah, blah, blah. And, like, they're all still friends. It doesn't seem like it would be the healthiest. Also, like, heroin, question mark, question mark. That was mentioned in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm very excited parts, for that. Four parts. Is this going to drop at once? I don't know. I'm not sure. No. I don't know that I'll watch it because, like, it's funny. I will. I'll do a podcast about it, so it'll be like you watched it. Okay. Um, okay. Ariana Grande released a deluxe version of the Positions album. Worth noting, she wrote Test Drive, Worst Behavior, and Someone Like You by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have favorites? What are your thoughts? I love, love, love Worst Behavior. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite songs ever that she's done. Yeah. I don't know why it wasn't in the original, like, release. She said that she would, in an interview, she was like, I might have, like, replaced, I think she said worst behavior might have replaced my hair almost, but I'm glad my hair was ke- was kept in. Oh, I would have swapped those. Um, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> the other ones were fine. They're really good still. They, the, yeah. the whole body of work feels very cohesive totally so these bonus tracks also were in line with that um i hate when like the bonus tracks just make no sense and they're just like here we have another album for we have songs that weren't good enough to make the real one here you go yeah back to what you said last week about dua lipa well we should just have a podcast where i just analyze everything that you said the week (laughs) (laughs) chris's recap (laughs) I hate that Dua Lipa's released this album like 19 times. Like, Future Nostalgia was good the first time. Totally. And then, like, she did that weird techno shit um, with Mark Ronson. Yeah. And now this, which is like basically both of the previous ones with like four more songs that like are just mediocre at best. Yeah. It's dumb. Um, But back to positions. I'm like, there's. Go ahead. <laughs> there, like, I've had enough of this trend of like underwhelming deluxe editions, like where there's like songs that are like, yeah, no, that didn't belong on the album. Wasn't there a time where like the deluxe and the normal dropped on the same day? There was a time. Yeah, let's go back to that, or okay. just one album with nineteen songs and just let it be. Like, yeah, honestly. Um, but I love the Positions album, and I love the deluxe version. Me too. I, I hate when people say they're like Ariana's getting lazy with her music. I'm like, excuse you, no, she's not. Who said that? People on Reddit. They're fucking idiots. Mm. Um, I love this era of Ariana. I could listen I to like this like breathy R and B moment forever. And Chris um, is not usually an album repeater. Yeah. Chris is like, oh, that's good, and tomorrow it's trash. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of the 3435 remix. I just Yeah, I feel like it didn't need it. It was good enough by itself. It was good enough by itself. It almost cheapens it. Yeah, Um, the music video was cute, though. Yeah. But I I really want more music. I like that Ariana puts out music, like, pretty consistently, so I'm hoping we get more. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, Sex in the City, that the reboot is going to eliminate one of the main love interests so that they can bring back their one true love. So the rumor is that they're not bringing back Mr. Big. So what does that mean? I don't and know. Old, like Burger will come back? I don't know. Or Aiden? Or Petrovsky? Please not Petrovsky. I haven't watched all of Sex and the City. I'm working okay. on it. <laughs> um, Along with all of the housewives, I'm working on I'll it. I'll do that. Um, so I don't understand the reboot or where, where like the story is going to pick up. I yeah. think it's really difficult to make this a uh, fresh storyline. Yeah, I agree. While still honoring like the integrity of the series. And it'll be weird about Samantha too. Yeah. I'll be, it'll be interesting to see if there is like a fourth person. No, thank you. I don't know. Um, Chloe Kardashian has been looking for apartments houses in the Boston area in November she was spotted in Natick looking at um, apartments and she posted an Instagram with True at the Cider Brewery mm-hmm. and she was at the Natick Mall I didn't know that it sounds out that'd be cra- I'd be like excited for her to live in Boston so my friend um, is a creative director for the store named Concepts on Newberry Street mm-hmm. um and she walked in, like she like called ahead and was like, "We want to check it out." Um, so uh-huh. she walked in, and my friend got to shop with her the whole time. And he said that she was wicked nice. She bought a ton of shit. She didn't ask for anything free. She was like trying stuff on. Um, oh my god, I love to hear it. Looking throughout the store and um, was so nice. Was so pretty. Um, and they had a good time. That's awesome. Um. No, so basically, like, my friend, my friend's friends <laughs> um, were, like, responsible for taking, like, Tristan out, uh, uh-huh. like, showing him around the city. So, yeah. like, introducing him to, like, girls. So, like, since he's been here, he's, like, girls. Yeah, he's messed around with, like, a ton of girls while he's been here. And these are from, like, credible sources that I know. Uh-huh. So that's frustrating to me. And I bet you they're, like, garbage Boston hoes. Like, I bet you they're not even. Ugh. So that's a thing to me. Um, this is some housewives tea. I have a lot of housewives tea, actually. But, mm-hmm. and like questions for you. But I'm going to kind of jump around. So. Um, wow, I just broke someone... on this on this podcast about Tristan. What? I said I broke an exclusive on this podcast. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, proceed. Um, so so this person said they have some friends that work at Bravo and that Real Housewives of Orange County is having a shakeup coming. Kelly, Bronwyn, Emily, and Elizabeth are out. And that Tamara will be back. Heather and Alexis said no. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get Gretchen and her rich Newport friends on. But Gretchen won't return if Tamara's still on the show. So where are you with OC? I just finished the first reunion, which was so weird. No Andy Cohen. Um, but you've never seen any of the other seasons? Nope. Um, so you don't know. I know that Gretchen is with Slade. 
You don't know any of the people you just listed off though, right? No, except for Gretchen. <laughs> um, so OC is really, really good. And it goes through this like heyday, like probably like season three to like season nine, where it's like yeah. premium housewives content. Um, and then it just kind of falls off the wagon and <laughs> just becomes a fucking nightmare. And this past season was so bad. Like, I've heard. They eliminated Tamara and Vicky, who were like the longest standing uh, original members. And the cast had Miss like... Piggy. No- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the family van episode? Like who sent no. the family van to pick up? No. Like Vicky orders this like airport van and she was expecting like a sprinter and they sent like a Dodge Caravan and she like flips out. It's like iconic housewife moment. But anyways, um, yeah, so this past season was so bad that like the ratings dropped. Kelly Dodd is like really controversial on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were, they were already rumblings that she was going to be let go. So rumblings. I, I love it. I'm excited for a cast shakeup and a way to maybe bring back some old people to, I think if they want to go into a new direction with OC, they need to bring back a little bit of the old talent that we like love as fans. Cause right now it just feels yeah. like it's discombobulated. Yeah. I feel also people want to shake up on Beverly Hills, don't they? Yeah, really bad. And I, I don't know where, how to shake it up because they're all really strong. Like, I love Erica. I love Dorit. You love Dorit? I love Dorit. Oh, my I gosh. Love- I mean, I'm only in season nine. So yeah. I'm in the whole Dorit, Lucy, LVP, where the whole season is, is just about that. Oh, that was, that was kind of a shitty season. Yeah. Next up, I'm starting Real Housewives of New Jersey. That's all. The first season. Um, so Kyle the other day um, Instagrammed that it was Paris's birthday, and she says, "Happy almost birthday at Paris Hilton." Wanted to be the first to post. You made me an aunt when I had just turned twelve. You taught me what it was like to love and nurture a baby. We lay in bed at night, cuddling side by side. I learned what it felt like to love someone so much it hurt. I never knew when you grew up we would look like twins. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, pump the brakes, Kyle. I mean, like, they look a little alike, but twins is wild. No, that's insulting to Paris, who's 20 years younger than her. (laughs) I know. Like 12, technically, or whatever. Um, I know. So funny, I saw that. And then I also saw that people are trying to cancel David Letterman for his interview with Paris Hilton. Did you see this? It like Why? Broke. No. Um, Tell me. So he was just a douchebag to Paris Hilton when she had just gotten out of jail. And he uh-huh. was like kind of bullying her, similar to like how they were saying Diane Sawyer did to Britney. Ugh. So that yeah. <laughs> is like starting to make its rumblings in the blogosphere. So if I find it, I'll send it to you. Looking back, it I don't remember like even like thinking anything of it when the interview first aired. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, damn, like these people were really mean. There was a time where like celebrities like weren't respected. I feel like 
like, I totally like the paparazzi were like super invasive and like it was crazy like they would like like hurt their babies and like go up to like car windows and like, get hurt to like try to get a picture I know it's so true and like interviews were like so invasive that I think now yeah. there's, there's a little bit more respect and the Agree. celebrity kind of owns like the narrative a little bit more Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's funny to revisit these old interviews because they're like cringeworthy. Yeah. Um, I learned something interesting that Megan the Stallion is in college for medical administration. I had no idea about that. I knew. Yeah. So when is she gonna be done? Do we know? I don't know. Is she like in school I do still? Not know. I think so. Also, in Housewives news. Bethany Frankel is basically FEMA at this point. Yeah. She <laughs> sent um, she sent um, aid from via trucks to Texas and all that stuff. So that's amazing. What's going on in Texas is so like, terrifying to like witness. I must admit I'm a little ignorant. I don't know everything about how that's all going down. I know it's bad. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know like the whole story, but I just know like pipes are bursting, homes are flooding, people are freezing. Ted Cruz is in Cancun. <laughs> like okay. that's all I know. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. I guess there's like major infrastructure problems um, that they knew about. Like this could happen, and no one did anything to like prepare. Ugh, so that's uh, upsetting, but. Um, yeah, Bethany always kind of steps up with her, like, charity work. Good for her. Um, sometimes it seems a little, like, PR stunty. Yeah. It, like, gets splashed on social media, but her argument is that, like, she wants to spread the word so that people will donate. And she wants to, bring, wants to bring awareness, so she has to, like, splash it out. Yeah. I saw this tweet. Do you think this is true? It said... Someone said, Real Housewives of New Jersey had its strongest premiere in years. Real Housewives of Dallas is having its best season yet. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion was nonstop drama. True. Real Housewives of Atlanta finally has Bolo slash Stripper Gate kicking off drama. Taking this as a sign, only good things are happening in 2021. That's funny. Yeah, I'm very happy where we are with Housewives right now. I obviously watch all of them. Um, Yes. As we speak, I have Atlanta recording and they're at a bachelorette mm-hmm. that apparently like gets out of hand, like cameras get turned off. Um, Ooh. So, and this was something that like the blogs reported, like when it was being filmed like six months ago. So I'm really uh-huh. excited to like actually see the footage. Um, but yeah, Housewives are in a really good place right now. Um we must talk about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion. So good. So you watched this whole season? Yes. From the TV? Like From the TV. <laughs> like you were it live, like as it aired? Live. Okay. As it aired. Yeah. Yes. All of the above. <laughs> um, so who do you think looked the best? Um. Whitney and her new flotation devices. Those were aggressive. I couldn't. I, I know too much, and I don't really care about plastic surgery. Like, do what you want, but that was not necessary. I think um, Meredith looked like the like Mister Peanut guy. Yeah, but she looked really pretty in the <laughs> face. 
like from the neck up, she's like a very like beautiful woman, like for her age. She seemed like bombed out on pills. Yeah. Yeah, she was very sedated. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with her. Jen was also very tame. I know, and way more tame than I expected. Season of Lisa like, outbursts. I know, and Lisa was just crazy. I love Lisa Barlow. She's my favorite one. Do you? Yeah. She is. <laughs> Mary um, is funny. Mary's funny, but Mary's like so problematic. She's so weird. She was like, She's, my husband's not and, black. Like, she has she has no idea how weird she is either. Yeah. Like I zero self awareness. I want more of her and like the cousin housekeeper, Charlinda. Oh my god. Who she knows nothing. Charlinda. And then like I want more of the congregation where she's like, You gained weight, huh? That was so mean. That was so mean. They had pure fear in their eyes. Um, so I'm interested in, in keeping her on. She's like so bizarre. Um, yeah, no, she makes for good TV. Heather is like the most relatable one, I feel like. She's like the one that keeps us grounded. Um, I know, but now I feel like she's getting cocky. I'm sad. Yeah, I don't know. Her face really bothers me. I need to know more about what happened and why it's like a perfect square. Um, (laughs) So overall, I was very, very pleased with both parts we've seen. I know we have a third part coming. Um, I think Lisa is genuinely... Sorry, go ahead. I believe next episode we find out that Whitney's dad has fallen off the sobriety train. <laughs> fallen off the train? <laughs> the the train. wagon? The train, the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. All it's of the not transportation. Sober anymore. It makes me sad. I heard that they like don't speak anymore. That's really fucked up. I know. I think, okay, I think Lisa is genuinely really confident and loves herself. And I think if anybody's like insecure, it's hard for them to have a connection with Lisa because she, they think she, her, her confidence is arrogance. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I do. I thought it was very, I think that's how she is. Like, so I don't know why her and Heather were getting into it so aggressively, but um, I don't know. It, was, it made for good TV and like they're very strong housewives. So I'm into it. I loved when Meredith literally out of nowhere, like no one asked was like, nobody can give me grief about Seth. And we were like, okay. In what was probably this weirdest moment of the season did you see when Meredith was like chopping up like little banana pieces for stuff? Like literally <laughs> yeah. like diced up and, and was like, are you ready for breakfast? And it was just like a bowl of like white <laughs> banana. She's like, look what I made <laughs> for you. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? I am such a, I love Heather Gay, but her anger towards Lisa felt like really disproportionate and displaced to me. Like, mm-hmm. but Okay, so I guess there was, like, um, these, like, texts and receipts that came out the other day from Dana Pam um, on her Patreon, like, podcast Mm -hmm. saying um, that, like, 
and some from someone who was like an ex member of Team Shaw. And there were like these texts where like Jen was calling Heather Shrek and like oh. choosing a re- right. So, so this mean. was an ex. Yeah, I think so. And that she kept saying that like Heather made her look like a man was making transphobic comments and calling the cast basic white bitches and like saying just like mean shit to her team about Heather. So like, I feel like does Jen hate Heather? Like, I don't understand. I think she might. I think she thinks she's, I think there's a lot of classism going on. Like Heather Mm. and Whitney are like the poor ones, which they're actually not. They, they're very well off. But there's this totally. like elitist vibe that I get from Lisa and Heather. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Lisa and Meredith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where they're kind of like, we have real money and we're like wealthy white bitches. And then there's mm-hmm. Jen who's like, I don't want to be with the poor girls. I want to be with the wealthy ones. So that's why she's like yeah. on to Lisa, which also, God bless the blogosphere. Uh, apparently, there's receipts of. Lisa Barlow campaigning for Ted Cruz. Um, but she's not even in Texas. So um, she has like a pretty shifty uh, voting record, which is concerning. You know, you know what I think Heather might have a problem with Lisa? It's like, you know how Lisa is like Mormon 2.0, but it's still mm-hmm. like accepted as part of the church. Mm hmm. And, like, I think Heather probably, like, was so, like, pushed out of the Mormon church. But, like, Lisa is still in it, even though she's different. And she might have, like, a resentment with that. She might, yeah. Um, I don't know. I loved Andy's face when he was talking about Mary. Whose face? Andy's face? Yeah, whenever he was talking to Mary, he just looked so, like, he was just treading so lightly. yeah. Um, those exchanges were really funny. Like, Mary's so freaking bizarre. Even, like, her delivery, like, what she's saying, like, it's all just really weird. That dress with the scarf that matches the handcuff, the wrist (laughs) trim, it was so weird. And when her eyes almost fell out of her head when Heather said that she wanted her daughter to have lots of partners. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She was like, what? Yeah. Her sentences just make, like, no sense. Like, she and her, like, like saying that her step-grand-husband father, like, wasn't black. And that she's, like, not attractive to black, attractive to black men. And then, like, yeah. like well, he's white. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. That was so crazy. It was funny. I was um, wondering if you could tell me something. Yeah. Okay, so I am, woo, I am in the very beginning of Real Housewives of OC, but I saw in the blogs that like Slade's son Grayson has like a lot of like medical problems. Mm-hmm. What like what is is he okay? Like what's wrong with him? We don't know much about Slade's son because okay, so Slade is Slade in, in season one of OC right now? Yeah. He like he was with Joe, and then him and Joe broke up, and then he dated Lori for two weeks, and then he got back with Joe. Oh. So he basically is, like, the social climber extraordinaire of OC Housewives. Yeah. Um, 
So we basically learn more about him when he gets together with Gretchen and the rest of the housewives start calling him like a deadbeat dad because he basically like leaves his kid for dead to like go jet set with like Gretchen and like he like lives with Gretchen, does everything Gretchen wants and like we never hear about his kid. Uh-huh. Uh, so we don't really know that much about him. Like there's really I just know that his son is really sick. Yeah, it's not Gretchen's son. It's Slade's son. Yeah. Um, Slade is a fucking scumbag. His last name is Smiley. That's so, enough for me to know he's the worst. So slippery. Ew. Ugh, I hate Slade so much. Yeah. Um, okay. So I don't know what's going on and want you to explain to me. So I saw that Gia... Is it Judice? Mm-hmm. Judy Chai. Judy J was upset on Twitter saying something about the premiere, saying mm-hmm. saying it was an analogy, is making it not excusable. It's not my character is not being questioned. My name was used to make a point. No one should be used that way. I'm suffering the consequences for such an outlandish and untrue statement while her marriage is happy and intact. What's mm-hmm. going on? So this premiere episode was really bizarre. It like shot out of a cannon. Like usually episode, <laughs> usually episode one is like quarantine's been really hard for me and the kids. And it's just kind of like the footage of like <laughs> Teresa in the kitchen, like making croissants. And then it's like, you know, that someone's doing homework at the kitchen counter. And then the cut to like a confessional that's like homeschooling has been really tough on us. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like, that did not happen here. They literally, like, boom, first scene. Like, they're all rolling up on a party bus, like, into a party. No masks, no face shield. Oh, God. Like, nothing. I'm like, is this, like, what we're doing in New Jersey? Like, um, <laughs> we were having, like, a big party. They all greeted each other with, like, hugs and kisses. Um, And out of nowhere, Teresa's just like, hey, did you know that Jackie's husband, like, cheats on her? Like I heard about it um, from a, from someone I know and everyone was like, who? And she was like, oh, I can't say. And then mm-hmm. Teresa just literally goes from like table to table and was like, oh, <laughs> have, you tried, have you tried the Naki? Also, Jackie's husband is like cheating on her with someone at the gym. And then they're like, <laughs> she literally just keeps like dropping these nukes on like all the tables, like, and then just gets up and goes to like another table and was like, this party's great also have you heard about jackie so she basically like <laughs> this whole event and uh-huh. then it gets back to jackie and she's like my husband's not cheating on me you psycho so they arrange like a lunch and then mm-hmm. when they sit down and like talk like jackie's like i'm really happy and like my husband's really happy and like we don't need like this bad like story going around like can you say that it's not true and she's like, well, I don't mm-hmm. know if it is or it isn't. So I'm not going to say if it is. Um, and she's she basically was like, I don't think she th- has a credible source. So it just kind of does seem like a little dicey. But either way, they like get into it. And then Jackie was like, oh, I don't know who told me, but like Gia does drugs in the bathroom. Um, just oh, to, like, to like prove a point that like you can't just talk out of your asshole. Um, oh yeah. 
but there's this like unwritten rule that like you don't bring up kids like husbands are For fine sure. um but then that's basically where the episode ended but i guess now there's i don't know gia has to deal with the consequences of basically proving that she's not doing drugs in the bathroom which is kind of shitty oh that sucks yeah, yeah. that's not nice um, I heard the Beyonce Foundation provided relief to the winter storm victims in Texas. So, yes, thank you, Beyonce. Yay. Wait, when you were doing that blind item about someone being pregnant, um, yeah, like, this couple, I thought it was Beyonce too. Okay, Do you know Good who to it know. is yet? No, I don't. Are there like resolutions to blind items? Like, do they eventually like say like what it was, or are you just assume? Yeah. They do eventually sometimes. Oh, okay. Um, what else? Golden Girls is coming to Disney Plus. Oh, it is? Yeah. I never watched that, but it seems like something I would enjoy. Um, okay, I have two blind items about Real Housewives. I want you to guess who they are. Oh, okay. All right. This East Coast housewife has relatives on the show. She is also being cheated on by her husband with someone much younger than the housewife. Melissa Gorga. Yep. How do you know? That's because that was what um, people are guessing. Oh, okay. Um, That's interesting. I love her husband. I hope she's not being cheated on. Do you think it's true? I don't know. Joe. So Joe is Teresa's brother. Joe Judy. Uh uh he is very sexual like he's always talking <laughs> about sex and like getting it on what am i mm-hmm. 75 he's always talking <laughs> about <Mickey Wilkie. laughs> um, so i always just he's always like touching melissa and being like hey baby like let's go upstairs wow so i don't know he just seems really in love with melissa that i would hope it's not true but I don't know. I believe right. the stepchild. I mean, if Prince Charles could do it, the husband of a reality TV personality has been often rumored to be a cheater who had a steady side piece. To be honest, I don't find any of the people on this reality show to be interesting enough to pay attention. Sure. It was weird when that baby who fit right in with the rest of the family magically showed up as an adopted child. But like I said, I'm just not that invested. Well, as it turns out, the reality TV personality has just announced she is quitting the show. It seems that the streets have been talking and the news is coming out that the baby that magically appeared was not adopted from an agency like we were told. Instead, the husband's love child is the husband's love child with another woman. Now that makes a lot of sense, and the babies just keep coming. I guess the reality TV mom thinks quitting will keep all this information under wraps, but I'm hearing about it, and I couldn't even be bothered to pay that much attention that the cat is out of the bag. Oh, and didn't she just have another kid? How many kids does she need to parent badly? Whoa. Mean. Um, it's Brandy. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I don't know if I believe that. This It seems kind of far-fetched. Like, it's the 1800s. Like, we're going to hide the love child and pass it off as our own. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't seem like a real thing, but... Um, so she's like an alcoholic and was like the crazy one on Dallas. Um, 
So I could see her pissing her husband off, but like the husband's kind of nerdy. So I can't envision him like cheating. I can't envision yeah. him, like the game to like pick up like a side piece. Yeah. Like vanilla, but she did announce she's quitting and I won't miss her. She's, she was becoming kind of like, um, like not even, I had nothing. I felt no way about her. Yeah. She was just like stale. I have a blind that is supposedly about Demi Lovato saying, we told you before that this female singer makes the same mistakes over and over again in her relationships. She typically gets into a relationship with an inappropriate person, rushes the relationship along, and then winds up getting crushed at the end. After every heartbreak, she declares herself a wiser and stronger person. Sometimes she even writes a song about it. Then she plunges into another relationship. Lather, rinse, repeat. Last year was a tumultuous one for her. Do you sneeze? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, she really thought she was getting married this time. However, in her eagerness to get married, she made the same mistakes she always makes. Results? No wedding. Did she spend some time by herself to heal and learn from her mistakes and grow and mature as a person? No, because there is one significant factor that we haven't talked about yet. Singer can't be alone, ever. She was so lonely after the latest breakup that she went back in her dating history and contacted an old paramour. He was surprised to hear from her. He knows that she can't be alone even for one second. However, he is not expecting her to reach out to him. It started out innocently enough with two of the two of them catching up and reminiscing about old times. But you know Singer couldn't just leave it there. At first, he thought she was just lonely looking for someone to talk to after a breakup, but things escalated quickly. Uh-oh. She started sexting him multiple times a day. Oh, boy. Now she is sending him nudes and videos. Yikes. Do you think that the man in the story is doing anything to stop this? No. Even though he is famous in a relationship and older than the singer, he's playing right along. He is sending her photos and videos too. I think it's about her and Wilmer. I really like them. Wilmer I think has- Wilmer is a scumbag though. You do? Yes. I think he cheated on her and was a gross man whore. Whoa. <laughs> um... Wow. I think it is Demi Lovato, too. So who did she date last year? Who was, like, the, the rock mm, one? That, that homeless man, Max. I don't remember. Remember, and then they broke up, and he was always, like, like Instagramming weird stuff, and then he, like, <laughs> then she, like, told him, like, please stop contacting me, and she was, he was, like, um, please stop reaching out to me. <laughs> And she was like, I was telling you to leave me alone. No, you leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) It was so crazy. And then he was like, he like went and had like paparazzi take pictures of him crying at the beach where he proposed to her. That's what I, I thought that was another celebrity for some reason. No, he was just like a random man. Um, That sounds just, it sounds very dummy. Gosh, I, I did. She's a hot mess. I know. I did some digging on Priyanka Chopra and found out that she is a really, really sketchy lady. So I just found out about her nose job. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know about that, but I have other tea. Hit me, sis. All right. So she was, I guess, blacklisted from working in Bollywood because she was having affairs with married men. Like there was this guy, Ash K, and 
they, this like fight happened where like Ash K and his wife Twinkle <laughs> were like screaming at each other. And like one got like the distinct impression that he had admitted to like cheating and having an affair with Priyanka. And then like people loved Ash K and Priyanka on screen together. And so they were cast in like a lot of movies together and stuff. Um, and then this man like announced publicly, like, I'm so sorry. Like I will not accept any work alongside Priyanka. And then there was like a second man that she had an affair with, like, what is his name? Shakrook Khan. Mm. And they were like spotted together at 3am saying they were rehearsing for their movie. And then sources were saying that he was like strictly warned by his wife to never be seen with her again. Um, and so then, like, she couldn't even go to the celebration of, like, her own movie coming out because the wife, like, banned her from being there. And then um, and then she did this interview, which I watched in 2017 um, on InStyle. There was, like, a series, Dirty Laundry, and she, like, had this leather jacket on. And she's like, oh, well, like, the show is called Dirty Laundry, so I brought something that I love to wear. And this is, like this is a jacket and I was a little unsure, but this is called dirty laundry. So I wanted to bring it and, you know, things get exchanged, but this was my ex-boyfriends and it really became mine. And like, he asked for it back and I said, no. Then she like puts the jacket on and it's like this jacket that this married Indian man would wear all the time. Jesus. So she's like a really fucking weird lady. And then she also like, um, Oh, and then, like, the director of, like, movies she was with, like, came forward to the tabloid and said she was, like, spineless and, like, he'll never work with her again. And then in India, there's, like, this thing equivalent to the IRS called IT. Um, and Priyanka was, like, involved in a federal investigation. And there was, like, a big scandal that she was evading her taxes. And there was, like, 60 million, like, whatever Indian dollars or whatever hidden under her mattress. And she's like, I've never seen that before. I don't know where that like, came. yeah. And then, um, also like she owned this like spa and then like the police busted like a sex racket there being run under the disguise of the spa. And like, it was like facilitated by like pimps. And then like, they, there are these like women called aunties that would be like prostituting themselves out. And like more than 20,000 girls would like come and go from India and it was like this 3,000 square foot spa and Priyanka was confronted about it. And she was like, I had no clue what was going on. But like Priyanka and her mom like went to the launch of the spa, had been there a bunch of times. And like her mom's clinic was right next door. So like, how could she not know what was going on? That's crazy. Right. And then like, um, like a lot of people believe that like, she was well aware of what was going on, but that she like brought married men there to have sex with different women. Oh my God. And like, right. And like Priyanka is messy. And then there was that time. Do you remember when she did like that interview and somebody was like, the, the audience could ask questions and they were like, it was kind of hard like hearing you talk about humanity because as your neighbor, a Pakistani, I know you're a bit of a hypocrite, like you're a UNICEF ambassador, and yet you encourage nuclear war against Pakistan. And then, like, the girl got the mic taken away from her, and Priyanka was like, don't yell, like, you're embarrassing yourself, like, sit down. 
Damn. And then a lot of people who've worked with her and met her have just said that she treats people like garbage. She's beyond rude and she thinks she's hot shit because she's a Bollywood actress that was able to make it big in Hollywood. And then apparently Quantico was canceled because she was a pain to work with and deal with. Wow. I believe it all. I believe it all too. I don't, I just get a bad vibe from her. You like let it go to her head really fast. Like before she was just like so the cute girl. And then yeah. out of nowhere was just like she needed to be famous. And then the Jonas thing happened and it just like all spun out of control. Um, I, there's a few other things I want to talk about real quick. So did you watch free uh, framing Britney Spears? No, I need to. Did you watch it? Yes. But like, I have some thoughts and this is actually like, um, I've like thought long and hard about this and like, so the conservatorship happened after all like her problems. And she had that like weird manager, Sam Lutfi and all that stuff. Like most people in Britney's conservator, like in that kind of conservatorship can't get out of those situations because like in order to get out of one, you have to prove that you're fine and you can, you know, handle yourself. And like, she's gone to court a few times and petitioned to have the conservatorship removed and it's never worked. Mm-hmm. Like the judge has always decided in her father's favor. And, um, but like when you watch, like there's a lot of like, the interviews and stuff just like make my skin crawl. Like, you know, like all these like grown men asking about like her like virginity and stuff. And like so creepy and gross. Yeah, totally. Um, And people are like mad at Justin Timberlake. And like, I am mad at Justin Timberlake for like, um, t- like when he like did interviews and was like, you know, did you have sex with Britney Spears? Uh, like, I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> yeah, man, I did it. And like he was just like ugh, trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's been this whole movement about JT being like a scumbag when they like basically analyze Britney, the Janet thing, and how basically like both of their careers like suffered major consequences, and he just basically just got more popular. Yeah, no, I think he is trash. But um, and then he was I kicking, will say, you know, remember last year when he had like his hand on his coworker's leg? Yes, I think he's a cheater. Number one, I also heard Jessica Biel is a bitch. What did you ever watch? Model Behavior, the movie. No. It was like a Disney Channel original movie where he was like, it was about these supermodels. And he was in it as, like, the love interest. Interesting. Mm. Um, see, like, okay, a lot of people are giving him, like, shit for, like, misogyny with the Crimea River video. And, like, I have plenty of issues with Justin. But I'm, like, okay, at the same time, like, he was 19. And, and like, even, like, I don't know if their relationship was real or not. But it, and, like, she cheated on him or whatever. But he must have been heartbroken. And, like, artists are going to write about, like, what happened in their lives. So I'm not, like, that mad about that part. Yeah, agree. But I'm just kind of, like, you know, like, like, was it, like, rude to, like, spill your dirty laundry? Yes. But at the same time, like, my bigger issues were, like, with how he spoke about her. But anyway, like, so she had that affair with Raid Robson, supposedly. And then I don't think it's fair to, like, come out against Justin for just having that song. 
but like she was definitely a victim in other ways like the way the media treated her like all that stuff and like just watching it she had it so hard like all the fame and all the pressure on her like as a full-blown adult like i couldn't handle that let alone she was like 16. yeah it's crazy and i i feel like well people say this all the time but like i feel kind of complicit um because we were just Mm -hmm. all like oh it's just britney and like at the time we like we witnessed these interviews and these like interactions in real time and we just didn't it's think true. Of it. and like this poor girl like just like basically got like the shit end of the stick yeah um it's like a well-known fact like people say that trauma freezes you at the age at which it occurred and like fame to me i think is like a specific like a certain kind of trauma like for young people Mm-hmm. So, like, I think, like, she's, in a way, like, stuck at 16, 17. And, like, one thing I didn't like about the documentary, like, the more I've had time to sit with it, is that, like, there's no one, there's no other side of the argument. Like, there's nobody telling us, like, that maybe the conservatorship is, like, protecting her in a way, too, you know? Yeah, agree. And like, if the conservatorship, if the conservatorship goes away, like a big part of her problems will still be there because like, what really I feel like ruined her was like all the fame and all the paparazzi and all the this and the that. It's like so like okay, what we free Britney? Like, there's gonna be a lot of the same problems. Yeah, I think she needs help. I don't think that the conservatorship is helping. Like. There should I be think like she needs unbiased. something in place. Yeah, but it should be like an unbiased. Agree. Totally person. agree. It shouldn't be someone that's. Profitable. It shouldn't be her dad. Yeah. Uh, like she's been under this conservatorship since she was twenty-seven. It's like to be honest, like she probably doesn't know how to like handle a lot of real life shit by herself. Yeah. Like totally. I'm sure she can learn, but it would be a really big adjustment. Yeah. No, she needs like a helper, but it should be like a court ordered non-biased like third party yeah and then like felicia who was like her kind of like basically like her mom back in the day like she would travel with her all the time she was like you know i know Brittany. i know she's so capable and she's like being held back but it's like you have to realize like the Brittany you knew when she was like 20 like that's not this Brittany. like look at this woman's Instagram, look at her makeup. Like the way you present yourself is a big indicator of mental health. And like, she is like, yeah, like she, and she's wearing these like JC Penny, 1999 dresses, like spinning around, like her behavior isn't stable. Like, let's be honest. No, it's not. And yeah, you're right. Like the videos are a call, a cry for help. Um, yeah. When she's, but I don't think like total freedom is the answer either. Yeah. Agree. Um, but I think it's like the conversation, I don't think there is a conversation around mental health with her. Like, I don't think she's seeing a therapist or like getting help. Like, I think she's literally just being held captive. Um, And I think she's being like given like mad pills and stuff. Yeah, same. That's what bothers me. I think to like rehab her into a functioning performer again. Um, but yeah, the videos are honestly... There was, like, something, you know, back even when she shaved her head, like, yes, I think, like, fame and all that stuff was, like, a big thing to do with it. But I also think she wasn't, like, her mental health wasn't totally there either. Like, like a lot of times mental illness um, 
doesn't like present itself until someone is like early 20s, mid 20s. And like she was like walking around like barefoot, like picking at her face, like her wedding to Kevin Fenderline was like very crazy. Like, and nobody was like worrying about mental health. They were just like, haha, let's just watch the Britney show. And that's like, you know, I've been thinking about it. And it's like, as much as we want like free Britney, you know, like maybe she is seriously mentally ill and maybe she is, she does need, you know, this level of like people watching her. And if that's the case, like, why is it so hard to accept? Like, why do people, like, why can't people say like, she needs someone else to be in charge? I think that's true. Like, why is everyone like, she needs to be free? Like, I feel like there's a degree that people just don't want to believe that like, she might really also need the help. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, she's not like really, uh, like a hundred percent well. So, uh, I just think there needs to be an adjustment in the help that she's getting because it's not helping, uh, her get better. It's like yeah. a, a hamster wheel. And like, just because she's really good at performing and stuff like that, doesn't mean that she's competent in other areas. Like, and what's weird is her boyfriend doesn't have a job. Like, I think he's just on, like, the Britney Spears company payroll. And I read, like, one time that she found that out and was, like, devastated. And I don't really trust him. Like, I I think, though, he's good for her. Like, I think, like, he keeps her working out, keeps her, like, healthy, keeps her, like, you know, not out doing crazy things. And is kind of, like, maybe, like, a babysitter, which sounds mean. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know enough about him, but... It's tough. I mean, she seems happy, but it's bad. The like camis, yeah. with the boom boom shorts, and like guys, like I've been hearing that you've been wondering what my favorite color is. Yeah. So I'm going to tell like it's yeah. so weird. My favorite holiday, Valentine's Day, and I've been thinking about this dance because I love this song and I wanted to show it to you guys. And then it's just like spinning and like this weird fucking contemporary shit. Yeah. Um, um, and then it's like, we have to remember, like, she has, like, an advocate. And she has, like, a mom, a sister, a brother. And, like, none of them are saying anything. So, like, they must know, like, some stuff that we don't. Yeah. Um, so I just, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's definitely complicated. I do think it needs to be investigated by, like, a fresh set of non-biased eyes agree um and it, some some uh, nbes yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i think some modifications need to be made i totally agree um last thing i want to talk about real quick um actually no there's two things okay really quick i want to say that why are we just now finding out that Lisa Vanderpump and Gleb had an emotional affair? Who? Remember Lisa? Remember Lisa Vanderpump? Why did I say that? But you know who Lisa Vanderpump is, right? Gleb. Obviously. Gleb was her Dancing with the Stars partner. Oh. Who said that? Like, who said they had she an affair? She said it. An emotional she affair? She said it. Yeah. On what? That show she has now? 
No, she said it, I, it. She was on a podcast like in October, but now for some reason it's just now making headlines. She was like, we had a little bit of an emotional affair in terms of having to connect and hold on to each other. And I adored him. And I, when I was with him, I was like, I haven't had this much fun since my honeymoon. That's weird. I had no idea. Right? I was like, damn, Gleb. Yeah. Um, and last thing we need to talk about the big headline of the week, Kim and Kanye are officially getting divorced. That's sad. It is sad. I feel like she really like tried everything that she could. Yeah, it, it just makes me sad because I think she did love him. And I think back to like the earlier episodes of keeping up with the Kardashians and it was like, Mr. West is in the building and like, she would just like prance over and like be all lucky. And then like, like some red carpet stuff and some like paparazzi stuff would be like really cute between them. And then it just became like really weird in the past two years. Um, where you can just tell he's spiraling out of control. She's trying to like keep this facade because she's Kim Kardashian. So she would just try to like, change the focal point like oh don't look at Kanye look at me I'm in a corset at the Met Ball this cost 30 million dollars and was made by like 15 Asian women by hand and like just <laughs> like trying to like deflect from the real issue and would just hope that like Kanye would snap out of it and he just can't I think like him not wanting to get help has really been like a final straw yeah but I, I don't think, I, uh, I really think that, like, she wanted to make it work and she tried to make it work. Totally. Really, like, Kanye is to blame for all of it. Yeah, I think this has been, like, a long time coming. And I think, like, she's going to try really hard to, like, co-parent really well. Like, think of, like, the example she had, like, with her parents. Like, they were really good at, like, co-parenting and stuff. So, I feel like, she really wants to, like, make that work. But yeah. I think, like, when they first got together they were both like really narcissistic and like Kanye really wanted to be like adored and like, you know, loved. And like Kim was that for him. And then Kim loved being like his muse and like being, you know, his inspiration. But then I think like as time went on, like Kim really kind of grew out of this place of being self-centered and it's really about like being a mother and like business and helping, um, with the legal system and stuff like that. And I think it just drifted farther and farther apart from like who Kanye and her were together. It just wasn't good anymore. Yeah. Agree. But I think it's like a, I think the whole family is like, it's like a blow to the family. Like they're like, God damn it. Like we really (laughs) tried. Um, I agree. So I was bummed. I'm bummed too. All right, this has been a long episode. Get back together. Oh, yeah, it has been. It has been the longest one yet. And I still had other things I want to talk about, but I we don't have the time. <laughs> um. how, has, how has, like, the process of, like, recording to get to streaming worked out? Like, um, It's been good, except for, let's talk about this after. Okay. <laughs> Because I only get, um, I I have to pay for my minutes. Okay. So, 
All right. This has been yeah. so much fun. I hope you guys enjoyed. Chris, always a pleasure chatting with you. Likewise. And we will see you next week. Until then, leaving you on red. Goodbye.